Awesome, Welcome man. to another episode of Unleashing the Future of Work with your boy once again, Tim Salau. And I have my on again and off again <laughs> guest and co-host, John the Man Marty with me. And today we're going to be talking about getting a remote job in the era of COVID-19. Mm. As we are all still struggling and dealing with and facing probably one of the greatest pandemics has ever affected the world, COVID-19. You know, hang in there wherever you are. Make sure that you are staying safe, healthy, and caring about your loved ones as well as yourself. Mm -hmm. And we want to show you all love before we get into today's podcast episode. Please, in the comments, show us some love and shout out where you're viewing and tuning in from. We always want to show love to the Unleashing the Future of Work community because we know we have a global audience all over the world. And, you know, we're a family, we're a community. Shout out to Winifred. Hey, Winifred, how you doing? What's up, Winifred? What's good, Godfrey? What's good, man? Great timing, he said. <laughs> Gerald is saying, we're doing our best. We're doing our best. You know, before mm -hmm. I, we actually went live, I was talking to John about, you know, how was this weekend? And what I want to tell you all that are viewing and tuning in is I hope your weekends went well. And, you know, the topic that we're going to be discussing today, I think it's probably one of the most important topics we should be talking about. It's poignant, relevant, and most importantly, it affects your career, right? Yeah. Now, on the Unleashing the Future of Work series, we don't talk about anything that's not relevant, right? We talk that's about right. stuff that's empowering, powerful, and more importantly, will help you further your career yeah. and take control of it in the future of work. And I think one of the things John and I have been talking about when it comes to remote work, as well as what's going on with COVID-19, is that now more than ever, you all have to take control of your careers. Yeah. You know, And John, I would love to get your thoughts. So now that remote work is trending, every mm -hmm. organization is a remote company, what are your thoughts and what do you think our, our community now has to start thinking about in yeah. terms of remote work? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that with these collaboration tools, it's like really important at home to have a really good internet connection. I mean, right now, like I'm hardwired in. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to make sure that when we're on video with each other, that we're in high definition video, anything yeah. to, to, to increase that, that, piece of connection right yeah. um if the audio is breaking up if you know anything that's detracting um becomes problematic and it's interesting like when when you're on youtube like youtubers know this as like secondhand like yeah. their views increase you know based on statistics right like their views increase when the quality of their audio is is better or when they're wow. using a better microphone when they're using better lighting when all these things are are really important and so when it comes to remote working, if you want to build that connection um, yeah. with, with your community, uh, those small nuances, I think, are really going to play a factor because, um, you know, we're only framed in this space now. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. else. There's nothing yeah. else. It's true. It's true. So, you know, for all of you who are tuning in, how has this shift to remote work been affecting you and your job, your career? wherever you're tuning in from, talk to us, let us know. You know, Tina is shouting out, hey, I'm from Washington State. Shout out to Tina from Washington. Yeah, Tina. Howard is tuning in from 
New Jersey was good. Howard, yeah, Ruben Howard. is tuning in from Ohio. Ohio. Shout out to Ohio. My what home state. Good, right? My home state. <laughs> <laughs> Alexander is saying, yes, I am currently searching for IT jobs as I have just been let go from my job. Alexander, hang in there, man. Yeah, man. We are with you. Whatever you need, we are your support system. Yeah. Hang in there. Athena is tuning in from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Mm. I wrote a long article about job hunting during this very time, and mm. she shared it with all of you. Please check it out. She wants to support you all in the yeah. comments below. Yeah. Sylvia is tuning in from Bloomington. Sean is from Pittsburgh. And Ugochi from Nigeria. You know, y'all, talk to us. How yeah, has the yeah. remote work been affecting you in your day-to-day? -day? More importantly, are you concerned yeah. Are you worried? You know, we're we having some people who are sharing that they've already lost their jobs and they're now having to pivot. And more yeah. importantly, no understand that you know John and I and this community are here to support you. The Unleashing the Future of Work community is here to support you. So let us know what you need in the comments. You know, yeah. what 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 are some questions you have? We're ready to answer it yeah, live on air right now. Mm -hmm. So John, you know, as you were saying, you know. Internet connectivity, it's incredibly crucial now, right? Because yeah. if you're applying for remote work or yeah. remote jobs, definitely check out flexjobs.com as well as remote.com. These are online platforms that will allow you to find remote jobs. Yeah. You know, after you find these jobs, you now have to prepare for interviews, right? right. And I think as you were talking about, the way you interview now, the way you network now is completely different, right? Yeah, it has to be through Zoom. Right. Yeah, it, has it, has be, Zoom, right? it has to be through Skype, mm -hmm. right? You mm -hmm. have to really now invest in online relationship building. Yeah, that's right. right. That's and right. actually be prepped. And I, what's, what's so, and I think a word of advice for all of you who are listening right now is that you need to really amp up how you are becoming visible online. Yeah, yeah. Right? And you have to now, you know, to John's point, you need to get comfortable with video. You need to get comfortable with video. <laughs> you need to get comfortable for a long time, yeah. especially in the social media marketing landscape. You know, written word, blog posts, and podcasts have been trending, right? But yeah. now I think we're going to start seeing the rise of video, John. You know, wh what are you thinking about that? You, I know you mentioned the importance of video conferencing, internet connection. Yeah. How do you yeah. think people can get comfortable with showing up and appearing on video so they can ace their remote job interviews? Yeah, I mean, it, it's literally just as simple as taking your phone, right, and yeah. putting it in front of yourself and actually, you know, mock, mock questions, yeah, right? Yeah. How do you how do you show up? It's, it's funny, too, man, because like you and I have done, you know, YouTube for a while, too. Yeah. And um, when you get in the process of like, looking at footage of yourself the first time, it's somewhat unnerving. Yeah, right? <laughs> you see, you see kind of nuances uh, in your facial expressions, you see you, you notice things that you say, you notice yeah. trigger words like um, or like that you yeah. say a lot. So it's a great process of actually starting to feel comfortable, right? Yeah. Look at it. And then, you know, edit out the parts that you don't want to see and then yeah. do it again. And then see yeah. if you have to edit it again. Like it's a, it's a, it's a very interesting scenario so what you're saying is practice makes perfect it, it really does man but at the end of the day like with all this stuff that we always wind up talking about it's, mm. it seems so 
it's like conventional wisdom, right? Yeah, but but yeah. yet, like, but yet people don't do it. So you know, when we we used to talk about on-site interviews all the time, like just conventional wisdom, things yeah. to think about, nuances that um, that are really important to focus on, right? Like yeah, self-confidence yeah. and all these things, right? But now we're in this weird spot, right? Like the only way that an interviewer is able to get a full perspective of you is by a your resume they don't get to see mm. you in person right they get to just kind of mm. hear you over this live you know you may have a headset you mm. might not have a headset what if your internet connectivity you know gets killed right what if the lighting is crappy right All, the nuances have shifted Mm. Instead of instead of like full body language and hand motions, which are not able to see unless I consciously have them up here, mm. right? It's just talking head, you know, movement like this. I, I don't know what else is going on, right? I don't get, I don't get the full um, the full perspective, full body picture, the full full body picture. So, like yeah. me personally, if I was interviewing right now, man, I would make sure I would literally invest in a high def camera mm. or a connection to a DSLR camera. Mm. That allows me to do live stream, which, which blurs out the background and makes me like pop. Yeah, and I would, I would make makes you look beautiful. Yeah, no, I, I would. I mean, there would be there, like it's just like going onto LinkedIn and seeing a professional headshot, right? Yeah, how you show up. Well, well, people are going to start thinking a lot more about mm. like, damn, how do I show up? Like, it's not yeah. good enough for me to just be in like a a yellowish dark background. Yeah, does my right? beard look right? Do I look shaved? Yeah, glasses are they on on par? Right, like I mean, but the, but the, those are very small things that might not you yeah. might not think are are possibly important, but the interviewer might come away with the interview and not yeah. know exactly why they liked you a little bit more. Yeah, but they're gonna go. That was just polished. Like yeah, everything just polished. seems polished. The, they're not gonna be. They're not gonna say because they're not. They don't have a trained eye like a YouTuber has a trained eye for good yeah. video quality and good audio quality. Yeah. But they're not going to know, right? Because they're not going to be able to say, articulate those things, but they're going to just be like, that felt better. Yeah. Why yeah. did that feel better? Yeah, yeah. You know, Dean, one of our awesome community members and viewers, he he, he has a comment. And yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a funny one. Yeah, so yeah. you're saying we'll hire by merit now instead? <laughs> Ah. So I, I think it's it's it, he, yeah. he's kind of touching a little bit on now. There's this gray area because often in the past a lot of companies are saying, "Oh, we're hiring by merit, we're hiring by skill." And I think we're still going to be doing that. Yeah, right, but right. now, more importantly, how you show up online and kind of mm -hmm. your brand is what I think he, he's touching on. It's going to actually be a little bit more important now, right? Yeah. Because people want to work with people. People yeah. people want to invest in relationships and they want to be able to bring you in. And yeah. understand that you're a good person, not yeah. only on camera, but also offline as well, right? Like yeah. you have character and integrity. Yeah. And now that we're kind of entering this era of face-to-face, on-live, video communication, yeah. people can't fake who they are anymore. No. 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 Well, I mean, which is all the reason why we always talk about personality. Yeah, we just told a more reason why we always talk about personal branding. You know, I was talking to yeah. I was talking to my wife in the car about this. Like yesterday when we were driving over to to a hike and I was like, man, you know, if 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 you're in a position where you've just lost your job right now and you had the mindset that like you were gonna be taken care of by your company and you didn't need to have a personal brand outside of work because mm. your promotion path was in your own company and everything was good, right? Like 
uh, you're in a weird spot because yeah. now you got to spend a bunch of time to build up a portfolio of things that you didn't need to, to have before. Mm. Um, so um, it's a really strange arena that we're all in right now. Yeah. So, you know, how do you think people can start, I guess, building this comfort around one personal branding, but also this new normal? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's going to be, it's going to be a shift um, for a lot of people, right? Like mm-hmm. once, once, because I, I think it's like the, uh, the 1% rule right now you know one percent of people on linkedin are really producing any type of content right which makes the 99 percent of people go ah it's embarrassing i don't want to do that going on video is weird right so you have these we are the early adopters right so we're we're kind of we're, we're 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 the people that have already kind of crossed the chasm Right, right, right. I right, like right. And so, and so, like we've become very comfortable with it, yeah. right? Like, it's just, it's just, it is what it is. Mm. Um, and so, more people will start adopting these practices. Yeah. More people will start doing, um, put some content out, put mm. a little video out. Hey, here's who I am. This is what I yeah. believe in. This is what I stand out for. And they're gonna see each other do that more, and um, it'll, it'll, it'll create more comfort. And also. You know, you can band together with a community of people. Mm, mm. You know what? So we have some people in the comments. They are looking for some resources on cameras that they should get, as well as how they show up to present opportunities. So Kimberly is saying, could you please say the name of the camera again? So Kimberly, I'll give you a, a name of one of the cameras I use that I'm actually using right now. It yep. works well. It's not super expensive. The Logitech HB1080P. Yeah. Logitech HD 1080p. It's yeah. quality. If you're in an area with good lighting, yeah. this camera will not fail you. And it's a basic entryway to setting up your space for live interviews or even just live video. Yeah. John? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple different types of cameras. Like, I, I mean, I had this thing actually like right next to me, right? So this is like a Sony uh, A60, well, A6400. Um, and it's got a shallow depth of field lens, right? So what I can do is I can connect this type of camera on a little tripod and actually sit this up and have it do live, live be my camera as live stream. Um, you know, right now, Tim and I are just on, like, I'm just on my Mac and it's grainy and it's, you know, I mean, the, you got to think like the little lens is like that big, whereas like the actual lens on this thing, you know, the sensor Dude. is massive, right? So, um, and, and you don't have to get a camera like this necessarily, like the clip on camera that Tim has, um, that HD, um, is, is great. And it's, and it's yeah. inexpensive. Yeah. And, you know, let us know, send us a comment, hit us in the DMS. We'll share a few more resources or find a list that we can share with you, Kimberly. That was a yeah. great question. Yeah. So Teresa, she's saying, Mrs. Adams, shout out to Mrs. Adams. She is a senior presentation design lead. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, Teresa. So creating a personal brand on Instagram, do that. It's a little bit personal and it's a little bit professional, so you get the best of both worlds. That's a good point, Teresa. You know, Mrs. Adams, I think, you know, what's also lovely about that is this opportunity for people to create a personal brand on LinkedIn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a huge opportunity on LinkedIn, right? All the videos that you can do. And, you know, it's funny, like the, 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 some of the videos that do really well, like there was a video um, of, uh, of of someone I know, and he did a little parody of uh, of uh, LinkedIn Cribs. 
you know, oh, like Chris, no like Chris. <laughs> yeah, and and you know, and he share he was sharing like, hey, this is my home, and you know, oh. hey, these are my chickens outside, and you know, it's funny, like too, some um some of the late night TV shows, right, like yeah. uh Jimmy Fallon or whatever, like they're 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 doing their shows from home. And their yeah, kids yeah. are crawling around them and stuff. And it's so, so it kind of like humanizes everything a little bit it. more. And I, I love, love the fact that people are bringing that type of thing to, to, to LinkedIn as well. You know, and that's kind of why I share, like I shared that like workout video with my son, like swinging my mm. kid around on my leg and doing kind of stuff. Cause, cause like, it's not just all about the being buttoned up. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's about being personal too. So Paul is asking yeah. that we share some of those resources on remote job websites that I mentioned. Definitely, Paul, I will definitely share that with you and get a link in the comments around that. In addition to that, y'all, for those of you who are interested in getting into the tech field and finding remote jobs in the tech field, John and I are opening up our second cohort for our Break Into Big Tech students. Check out breakintobigtech.com to learn more about our course. We walk you through step-by-step, step, how do you get a job and pivot into the tech arena, especially in the era of COVID-19? How do you find yeah. a remote job? How do you prepare for interviews? But also, how do you sell yourself and communicate your value if you're coming yeah. from a non-traditional background or a parallel industry? So check out yeah. breakintobigtech.com to see John and I's Break Into Big Tech course and register. We're going to be starting our second cohort soon, so make sure you check it out. And Paul, by the way, Flex Jobs and Remote.com, those are the websites for remote roles. And hit me up if you're interested. Shout out to Tina for putting the link in the comments. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, Merce is also asking, so Mrs. Vieira, who's a people and development-driven young woman says, what do you guys think of combining your personal and professional life on LinkedIn? John, you were just talking about this. Yeah, you, know, yeah. it, it, you know, I want to, I want to follow up on what John was saying. Look, LinkedIn is about, it's, it's a personal platform as well. It's not yeah. just professional. Right. Yeah, and I think yeah. what we often talk to when we're working with our students and, and when we speak to students and, and people online, as well as in, 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 in our workshops that we do is that people are afraid to be vulnerable on LinkedIn. Yeah. They're afraid, afraid to tell a story. Yeah. And you shouldn't be afraid to tell a story about who you are because who you are is what the hiring manager or the recruiter is looking for. They're looking yeah. to see, does this person have good character, yeah. good integrity? And in addition to that, do they have a personal life, right? Like at the end of the day, yeah. most companies don't just want you working, working all day. There are some who are trying to shift their culture from that. But now when you think about this new era that we're living in, especially with what's going on with COVID-19. Yeah. A lot of companies now are prioritizing work from home flexibility, right? Yeah. yeah. Investing in relationships, right? Yeah. Being mindful of the relationship that you have with your coworkers yeah. and bringing that into the workplace because now we, we're starting to realize what matters beyond just the work that we do is our family, our wellness, our health. Yeah. And really how we create an impact and banding together as a society. Yeah. Yeah, I agree completely. I um I think, you know, another thing as far as like resources go, you know, when you're when you're actually seeking jobs right now, I think one of the important things too is I guess it really just depends on the time horizon of COVID-19. Right? Yeah. Does COVID-19 um mutate? Yeah. Right? Does it become the next 
you know, bigger version of Spanish flu, right? Is the first wave of this um, not as deadly and then it becomes insanely deadly next, yeah. right? I mean, it's possible. Um, is this the long haul? I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a six month time horizon. I think this is a hmm. one to two year time horizon before maybe two years before people kind of start saying, okay, well, we have a handle of this. We kind of know what's going on. I think it's a long haul. Yeah. And um, with that being said, it's going to fundamentally shift everything. Yeah. Um, and the ripple effect, I mean, if, if, if the NBA team closes, then the service workers in the stadiums don't have work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then, then the TV networks that, that broadcast mm. the commercials that get put on those, those uh, broadcasts are no longer needed. Right. Yeah. Every, it's a ripple effect, the ripple effect is yeah. so, is so massive. And so we're not going to see the ripple effect yeah. of the devastation of this for another year. We're not yeah. like, I think the, I think the, the absolute worst of this is coming in a year, not now, mm. right now, this is like, this is like as good as it's going to be. Yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 and so with that, with that mindset, rather, because that's that same ha- the same thing happened in 2018. It took about 15 months mm. for the bottom to actually fall out and for the devastation to really happen. Um, so, yeah. you know, with that being said, right, it's like, yeah, it is scary. But the only thing we can do as job seekers right now is say, okay, the unpredictability is insane. I need to create a personal brand. That's critical. Yeah. What do I stand for? Who That's am critical. I? It's critical. Yeah. Who am I? What do I stand for? Get be very uncomfortable with the fact that like it's going to feel weird. Uh, but I need to put out some mm. videos. I need to create some content. I need to be visible, right? Because you're playing a visibility game at this point. Because yeah. the only place you have the visibility is a place like LinkedIn, right? Yeah. Or a place like YouTube, or a place like yeah. Instagram, right? But LinkedIn is the most critical if you're if you're thinking about you know people finding you. Yeah. And then from that point. You have to be thinking about what industries are insulated from this type of devastation. And you know what, John? I love that you're mentioning this because I've shared a post around this on my page. So check yeah. out my page. Yeah. There are going to be some rising industries, emerging industries that you all need to pay attention to yeah. in the Unleashing the Future of Work community. So think about um, vehicles, right? Yeah. Autonomous vehicles. Think about right. electric energy. Touchless. Think about yes. Think about health, well, health and wellness apps, yeah, right? right? Because the rise of mental health issues is going to go up, and people are going to need health and me- mental wellness apps and destinations, as well as even physical hardware. Yeah. You know, there's going to be drones, yeah, <laughs> right? right? So, that's can right. you find a job with a remote with a, a a remote job with a drone company, right? Yeah, there's right. all of these different areas. That's right. Yeah, there, there, there's a ton of different areas in healthcare and everything else, right? Manufacturing to support things that are that are booming mm. as a result of COVID, or, or as a you know as a result of the aftermath of of, of COVID, right? Yeah. So you don't you know you don't want to be in the restaurant restaurant industry, right? You don't yeah. want to be in the service industry, and you got to yeah. be thinking, well, like in the next year, could my job be impacted? Yeah, like it, yeah. like think about telemedicine. Yeah. Yeah. Tell about it, right. Like, think about things like if they got 10x worse than they are right now, hmm. um, which is unthinkable for a lot of people, but it's very possible they could. Um, yeah. Where could I? Where could I run to? Yeah. You know? So I want to show some love to our amazing community members. Lindsay is saying, "Good thoughts, John. Scary, but important. Important to recognize the reality that yeah. 
this is okay right now. It could look worse in a yeah. year. So shout out to Lindsay for that comment. And we're seeing that, you know, Kimberly's mentioned she's trying to get back into education technology. You know, what are some ways she can get some training? Shout out to you, Kimberly. Definitely reach out to me. You know, we're building a company, my co-founders and I called Guide, and we are in the educational technology space. So we are definitely able to help you out. Hit me up in my LinkedIn DMs. Yeah. And there are a lot of resources now that platforms such as Google, Facebook for education, as well as Microsoft for education, they're sharing all kinds of resources to not only help teachers with remote learning, but also ensure that people like you, Kimberly, have the resources and are prepared for this new norm in education. So make yeah. sure to check out those resources, Kimberly. You know, yeah. Angelus is giving us some love. She's saying, thanks for making the awareness we need to adhere. Definitely, Angela, check out the resources that we've shared. Paul yeah. is to saying thank you as well. Of course, Paul, we got you back. We definitely got you back. Now, you know, if you all have any questions on how do you all adjust to this new normal, what are some industries? You know, we would love to know from you all, what are y'all seeing, right? What are yeah. your friends saying? What are your coworkers saying? How yeah. do you all feel about everything that's going on? And yeah. if there's any questions for us, let us know. Once again, John and I, you know, we're creating this break into big tech course so we can help the people who are trying to pivot in this time of crisis yeah. into a new workforce. Because I yeah. do believe the workforce is changing. And most importantly, the way we think about work is changing. And yeah. we believe that, one, there's going to be emerging opportunities in the tech arena. Yeah. So breakintobigtech.com is where you can find more information about our course, as well as see the testimonials from our last cohort of students who yeah. are actually watching live as well. Shout yeah. out to Kimberly. <laughs> and actually learn a little bit more about how we think about helping you get a job in tech. And most importantly, find the next remote job of your dreams. With yeah. that said, I want to show love to Ashley, who's also talking about she's pursuing her master's in public health. How does she turn to remote work via data science? Mm. Mm. So okay. actually, I, got, I got some tips for you, but yeah. uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, so if you if you're in public health, um, some a, a company's gonna be very interested. Th so that's actually that's great, right? Being yeah. being in public yeah. health is a great industry to be in right now because that's in high demand. Using data science in public health is also yeah. gonna be very in demand. So you're, I think you're positioned really well, and that's just a matter of using that core foundational public health background mm. that you have that somebody will want to hire you for and then trying to bridge the gap from the you know data science side of things right so if you do a project on uh something related to healthcare it's kind of like a case study posted mm. on linkedin post it in your featured section of linkedin right people are going to start uh finding you based on the tags that you put into that article and that source um mm. so that's that's one way to gain some exposure if you're really interested in data science like do do a do a, a a study on um you know things that are not really being reported on the media about coronavirus like mm. how would you how would you parse through the epic amount of data that's coming uh, you know to us about covid-19 right right now we're just talking about like the media is very basic they just talk about confirmed cases yeah confirmed deaths it's like yeah. well somebody at amazon or microsoft or google or facebook um, or somebody with a data science mindset is going to parse through that and say, actually, 
based on this demographic, based on this population, based on this segment, based on this group, right? Here's yeah. the re- here's the slices. Here's here's yeah. what the data is actually really telling us, right? Yeah. And those are super compelling things to to write about. So um, I think you have a good opportunity. I love that. I love that. Those are some great tips, John. Yeah. So actually, be confident. I think this is yeah. your moment, actually. Yeah, right? Especially in the public health arena. Oh man. Because there's so many conversations right now around what is the right source to trust. And I think you with your data science degree, there's a lot of remote companies who are actually looking for data scientists, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of technology companies in general who need that skill set. So you are in demand. So be confident about that. So start looking at maybe healthcare companies in Silicon Valley, right? Um, Because there's a lot of different biotechnology companies in in this area. And also understand that, look, there's a lot of companies. That, one that comes to mind for me is this company called Ginger, which is this really amazing telehealth company. It's focused on mental health, mm. right? They are probably looking for data scientists, data scientists such as you, Ashley. So do your research. Don't be afraid to really go deep on yeah. some of the opportunities that you may not see in front of you. But I actually think this is the time for you to strike, Ashley, and pitching yourself mm. to hiring managers and recruiters at these companies because they're like, wow, like, we need we need you right now, right? Because especially with everything that's going on right now, this is your time to strike, Ashley. So yeah. I want to show you some love and confidence there. Yeah. So Opoya, Mrs. Jumbo, what's up? How are you doing from Nigeria? Nigeria, which is, by the way, if y'all don't know, I'm from Nigeria. <laughs> I'm I, I am born, I'm a Nigerian American citizen. So shout out to Mrs. Jumbo from Nigeria. So uh, she's okay. excited to be listening to us. And she says we share amazing realistic content. Thank that's awesome. That's we awesome. Thank you. you. Appreciate <laughs> it. So Kimberly is saying thank you for the information. She feels as if education is going completely online. And, you know, this is something John and I talked about in our last episode. We think education is going to change forever to do what, due to what's happened with COVID-19. And yeah. we all need to be prepared for those changes. So Victoria is talking about, I recently got laid off and I'm at a standstill on figuring out how to move forward during this time in the art creative industry. What are some of the things that she should be doing, John? Yeah. So, I mean, if you've been laid off and you, the very first thing is like, where's your portfolio and get it online as fast Mm. as possible, right? Mm. Get that portfolio everywhere. Talk about that portfolio everywhere you can, right? Like Mm. explore every source to, to get yourself out there. And, and, and I wouldn't, it's not like, create a personal website it's like leverage existing social media sources that have traffic because like a personal website is not going to get any traffic if Mm. you personally have not gained an audience yet Mm. and so i think in this time we need to be thinking about ourselves as media companies like each Mm. and every one of us need to be thinking of ourselves as i'm a social media marketing company of one What do I need to do to gain traffic to me and my portfolio so that I can get work, whether that be freelance or whether that be full time? And I think as the longer COVID-19 goes, the the, the more companies are going to start being like, damn, I can't even hire full time. Right. Mm. And then LinkedIn becomes this platform to bridge the gap. It becomes a new freelance.com. You know, because like my star rating is is like. The, the main foundation of like how I get hired, you know, the yeah. reviews that I get are my main foundation of validation mm. that we have in the future. So, um, yeah. Yeah. The, the, the world is changing y'all. Yeah. So we want you all together, right? So, you know, one of the things that John and I love 
about being active on LinkedIn and also having this community that we're able to communicate with the support is the fact that we have each other's back. So don't feel as if you're doing this alone, yeah. right? As things oh, are changing to remote, you know, understand that you have allies on LinkedIn. We have the Unleashing the Future of Work community and we have your back. And once again, we have episodes every every week, right? Mondays and Thursdays, we go live, we talk, we support each other. So make sure you tune in, put it on your calendar, 12 to 12.50, Mondays and Thursdays, every single week. Yeah. With that said, I also want to talk a little bit to what Kimberly, Kimberly is saying in the comments. Fellowships are also a great opportunity as well. So make sure that you're looking into fellowships if you're interested in getting back into the workforce. Mm -hmm. So Mrs. Adams is also saying, I think instead of people going into gyms, restaurants, grocery, et cetera, those services will come to wherever you are. I think services will be more one-on-one. Most of the traffic on the road will be deliveries. Preach. I actually agree with that 100%. I think the service industry is pretty much saying, we've learned from this lesson and it's never going to happen again. (laughs) Like, we're never going to be in this position where, you know, an epi- a pandemic hits and, you know, it, it causes our business to completely have to rethink operations. Yeah. And I think because service industries such as, you know, service companies such as a Marriott, a McDonald's, a Chick-fil-A are thinking about, are not thinking about what is the role of their workers in these, you know, service in, in the service industry, right? Yeah, so I think yeah. you're actually going to start seeing, you know, restaurant owners as well as, you know, waiters and, and people in these roles, they're going to definitely having, they're going to start working with a lot of AI, robots, things of that nature. And I yeah. think the, the role of people who are working in the service industry is going to focus more on hospitality, but yeah. they're going to be working with a lot more technology to operate mm-hmm. everything, right? Because yeah. I think the service industry has been like, whoa, this is, we cannot, we cannot, we have to think of, wake, we have up. wake up call. We have to think about how we prepare. So not, not necessarily to prevent this, because we never prevent a pandemic or a black swan, yeah. but how do we ensure that if this does happen again, we're prepared and we have the operational staffing and we don't necessarily have to let go of our workforce, right? And yeah. cause people to lose their jobs and and be a part of the casual, casuality um, that has been caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. What are yeah. your thoughts on that, John? Yeah, I mean, I, w- I went to a barbecue restaurant um, the other day. I mean, like I, I didn't go into it. It was funny, I, you know, uh, we ordered online and um, we we, I walked up to the front and it was just a sign that said like halt, yeah. you know, this ominous thing <laughs> right at the front door. And they set up this like mock windowy area. And the lady, the lady calls from me, you know, from afar and she goes, yeah. what's your name? And I'm like, John Marty. And she goes, okay, stay right there. <laughs> She's wearing black gloves. Yeah. She, she, she comes up she comes over to me and she she does one of these things like hands it to me you know and i'm like wow that's like that's the world we live in right and so so a restaurant like that that normally was tucked into an an arena where there was no like drive-through window there's no capability for that now every restaurant is going to be like shit i need (laughs) a drive-through window yeah yeah i need i need i i need to focus on some robotic things in my kitchen mm. that you know because there, there was funny like i there was some like some article i saw about this um 
home robotic chef. They yeah. literally have two robotic arms that drop down and can cook like anything in 30 minutes. As wow, long as that's that's mind blowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like <laughs> it's fascinating, right? But that was like that was a that's for home use. And you think yeah. about like, oh, that was really expensive. But think about like there's these companies now that are doing like burger flipping yeah. and French fry changes and all these things that like somebody was there, you know, but now the company's like, oh, okay, so I got to lessen my staff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Possible, right? So that industry is going to be like, yeah, yeah that, that industry is going to be like tainted for a long time. Yeah. As far as like sh you know, the shock of this whole thing. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't even know what else is going to be. Because yeah, I, I, I think it's going to be mind blowing, right? And, you know, I, I feel as if we're going to see service workers. I mean, I think with a restaurant, they're probably going to probably be more like delivery. They're going to, they're going to probably be do, doing the delivery, right? Um, on scooters, <laughs> electric scooters and, you know, through Uber oh, and things right. of that yeah. nature. And I think too, for the people who are, you know, probably more so even in the corporate America, if you're working for in the finance industry, healthcare industry, insurance industry, wherever industry you are, you know, I think it's now more than, it's not more than ever to think about how do you go into a technology role? Right. Or how are you working in a role where it's allowing you to be part of the digital transformation that will be happening due to COVID-19? Because every company, I truly believe every company is going to really invest in their digital transformation and become a digital company. So you want to get into this state if you are currently working in corporate America is how are you positioning yourself to understand how to speak tech, understand whatever technology your company is going to be kind of investing in. But more importantly, kind of digitizing your skills and prepping for those interviews where you're going to have to talk the lingo of how AI works, what is big, what is machine learning, or how do you work with a robot, or how do you how do you develop a strategy, an IT strategy, or even more importantly, how do you work with product teams, right? So right. definitely start investing in that knowledge if you're listening right now. And one of the things that John and I do in our Break Into Big Tech course, because we've worked in tech for so long with some of the top tech companies in the world in Microsoft, Facebook, Amazon, Google, we really walk you through what you can expect in this interviews with some of these types of companies. Yeah. What do they ask you? What are they looking for? Yeah. What do they want in the interview process that you need to be aware of in terms of nuances? And yeah. we think that the technology industry is only going to continue trending. So check yeah. out breakintobigtech.com. And in addition, text us, B-I-B-T at 832-844-1679. B-I-B-T, 832-844-1679. So you can get a link to register for our breakintobigtech.com course. And a free webinar that we got coming up. And a free webinar that we yeah. have coming up. It's definitely yeah. coming up next week. Yeah. And we're setting our like personal branding, you know, your why type session, um, just like breaking down systematically. How do you figure it out? How do you communicate that clearly? Yup, yup, yup. Check it out. Check it out. So Texas, B-I-B-T, 832-844-1679. And register for our Break Into Big Tech course at breakintobigtech.com. Yeah. You know, John, last question. Yeah, you know, so now people have to start thinking about remote jobs. How do we, what's their homework? What do you want to give our audience's homework to really think about how do you find these jobs? Yeah. So 
the you got to look at you got to look at um, stock market trends. You got to mm. look at who's down, right? Look at Amazon right now. Amazon today is at nineteen sixty, nineteen hundred sixty dollars a share, right? You would have expected it to to plummet like every other industry, right? But it didn't. It's actually it well, it was at like twenty two hundred earlier in the year, um, but it has it's actually higher right now than when the COVID thing actually broke like a wow. few weeks ago. So it's interesting, the trend, right? Amazon has been very heavily invested in robotics for a long time in their warehouses. They've been very heavily invested in cashierless grocery stores. Mm. They've been very heavily invested in drone technology. None of this pandemic stuff was on the horizon. It's just their key takeaway for everything that that is produced in our organization is mm. How do we scale and how do we cr create less friction, mm. right? How do we be, be maximize efficiency? That's always on our minds. And so if you're a job seeker, seek those type of companies out who are, who are growing during this time, mm. right? Procter & Gamble, right? You have these, all these products that are, you know, they're, they're, they're growing like crazy in the midst of this because everybody needs home goods. Yeah. Um, and, you know, another thing too, I think the biggest thing, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, Tim, because we, we, we harp on this quite a bit, but one of the scary things that a lot of organizations is, well, what we've seen from students is they don't necessarily know how to quantify any kind of impact. Yeah. So they don't know how to set a goal. They don't have, yeah. know how to look at a problem. They don't know how to piece it together, break it down and actually drive towards action and then report on that result. Yeah. Like they, yeah. and, and, and so it's like this fundamental thing that mm. you drilled into your head in large tech companies about how to do that. And yet at all these other organizations and mm. all these other industries around the world, the inefficiency is massive because you look at students and you go, well, they can't even like, they don't even know why they're doing a goal that they're doing. Mm. Their management like do this thing, right? And you're like, well, I don't know why I should be doing this thing, right? And so I think it's going to create a fundamental shift in the way people talk about how do we be more efficient as an organization? Mm. How do we create goals that are more efficient? How do we communicate those things? Mm. So, um, so I think it's really important to think about um, if you're going into an interview, what have you done in the past? Like dig through your past history and mm. say, what have I done that I can actually quantify mm. um, or what am I going to do in the next six months that I could put down on paper that shows a clear from this to that result? Mm. Because big tech organizations, that is the only thing they care about. And that's why they're staying alive in this, in this mm. world because yeah. they focus on hyper efficiencies and goals that matter. Otherwise they don't do them. Mm. I love that. I love that, John. I, I agree 100%. And when I was working with Microsoft, you know, one of the things I really realized was this, this, this ruthless prioritization around creating clarity yes. on the outcomes and the goals. So mm. I think if you're looking to get into the tech arena and pivot into the, the tech workforce or thinking about how do you reskill yes. and laterally make a shift in your career post COVID-19, you have to be ready to be able to speak to the outcomes of what some of the employees that you're interviewing with 
are looking for. And Martin agrees with us 100%. He's talking about, yes, more innovation and technology will be needed to improve and help the actual situation. Every company should be a technology company to survive, is what CD is saying. And Iyana, Mrs. Smith, shout out to Mrs. Smith, founder and CEO. Check her out, y'all. I think there will be a new trending buzzword in 2020. LinkedIn and skill up versus Netflix and chill. I love that, Iyana. I love uh, that. Yeah. We need to make that trend. That's, that's and by the way, y'all, if y'all are loving this episode of the Unleashing the Future of Work podcast, make sure you share with your network. Yeah, please click do. the share, click the share link. It's on your phone right there, right yeah. below. Share with your network. Tag us. Mention John yeah, and I. We'll comment on the post. We'll comment on the post and we'll show you love. Yeah. And you know, so she was saying, I, I, let me finish what Mrs. Iyana was saying. She's saying yeah. The new shifting priorities now focus on virtual remote opportunities, distance education, technical skills, leadership experiences, professional branding recommendations. Yeah. Lots of help available on LinkedIn Profinder, career coaches, resume writers, and beyond. Yeah. She says we're doing an amazing job. And she says, thank us so much for the yeah, great thank content. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Mrs. Smith. Yeah, thank you, Smith. Absolutely. We love your positive energy. With that said, shout out to the amazing people who have commented and engaged with us. You know, John, do you have any parting words for our amazing Unleashing the Future of Work community? Man, I think the parting words are definitely text us because that personal, <laughs> that personal branding session. Yeah, text us. Our course, right? text that personal us. branding session will be two hours. We're diving deep into, that's next week. We're going to be mm-hmm. diving deep into how do you find that why? Yeah. Uh, how do you communicate your value? How do you ruthlessly prioritize mm. your story? Mm. I love it. Text us at B text us B I B T at 832-844-1679. Text yeah. us B I B T at and two 832-844-1679. And make sure to check out breakintobigtech.com. With that said, y'all, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of thank Unleashing you. the Future of Work with my lovely on and on, on, and, on and off and on. Uh, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. John, the man, Marty. Check him out on LinkedIn. And make sure you share this video with your network. Mention us. Show us some love. We yeah. appreciate you all. We hope you are healthy, staying safe, Definitely. and keeping positive in yeah. these dire times. Yeah. We're going to talk to you all soon. And make sure to tune in on Thursday around the same time for a lovely guest who's going to be on the Unleashing the Future of Work series. All right, y'all. Peace. All right, guys. Later.